This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Krumpetich has his man one-on-one. Chris Monty gets him inside. The foul. Count it. And one. He floated in the lane. He put it in from six feet away. Speedy Morris doesn't like it. But Dave Krumpetich has put the Explorers up four. An ill-advised pass stolen by Ryan Winslow. They find Stukes. No one rebounding. He shoots the three. It doesn't matter. It's good. Amar Stukes gives LaSalle. Believe this. The lead. 37-36. Wow. 6.58 to go. Fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? And this in South Student section is absolutely batty right now. This kid is incredible. Pound for pound, man. He is so tough. And it's time for tip-off. We take you now courtside, where Bob Long has the call. And welcome into Monsignor Bonner High School, Bonner Prendy here in West Philadelphia. Bob Long and Chris Carabello alongside to bring you coverage of Explorer basketball all year long, and it's LaSalle on the road in a Philadelphia Catholic League matchup. Bonner Prendy, 9-7 on the year, LaSalle 13-3, and 5-2 and and in the Philadelphia Catholic League. Starting lineups here, a bit of a switch up from the Dumpy Ford pregame show, what we thought, Chris. First of all, for the explorers of LaSalle, Matt Paulus not here, not on the bench, nor on the starting five. It'll be Conrad Kiska, number 10, to take over in his place. Yeah, we have a freshman starting. Um, Paulus is not on the bench. We have to assume that he's sick. Uh, I wish I had a little more information, but I don't. I was as surprised as you are. And then for Monsignor Bonner, John Hargraves, Keith Washington, Christian Lane, Dylan Higgins started, but no Michael Peretta. Instead, it'll be Justin Gans, number 21, a 6'1 junior, to round out that starting five. And we're just about ready for tip. It'll be Hargraves against Stark. Tip is won easily by Stark, and we're underway. LaSalle moving right to left on your radio dial. Jared Stukes dribbles with the left hand. Beyond the three-point line, he switches for McTamney. Rimaldi on the weave, now off to Conrad Kiska. Stukes will get it back top of the key. Hesitation dribble, jump stop in the lane. Kiska with the head fake, but left his feet, says the referee in a traveling violation. Back to Bonner Prendy. He made the basket, but won't count because of the traveling. Explorers clearly outsize the Friars here. Uh, it's a big lineup for LaSalle. I mean, 5'11", Matt Paulus has been replaced by 6'5", Conrad Kiska. That's exactly right. Going big in the front court. And now to the corner. Thinking about it was Gans. Instead, back up top, Christian Lane has it now. Explorers in a 2-3 zone, extending past the three-point line. Lane has it now with the left hand. Off to Gons. Gons back up top to Lane. We're scoreless here in the first minute. Gons up top again. Lane one step inside the lane. The lefty shoots it. No good off the back iron. And Shane Stark has the rebound. Yeah, the other thing that Kisco offers them. As he goes up to the basket and is fouled. It was a good look from Stark. The lob inside. And the Friars were caught ball watching. So now Kiska will go to the line to shoot too. Hey, his arm span on defense, particularly in that 2-3 zone, very, very difficult for them to penetrate. Kiska now with no explorers on the line as they're back coaching and getting adjustments from Dempsey. Kiska knocks the first free throw in. 6.56 to play, first quarter. Here in a somewhat sleepy gymnasium, an early tip here. 
has certainly limited the crowd that we would otherwise see. Kiska's second free throw, in and out, no good. And the rebound down to Dylan Higgins. Now it'll be Keith Washington up the floor, but full court pressure from the Explorers. Lane, it's kicked out of bounds. McTadney stuck out the, right, left, the left leg, I should say, and kicked it past the sideline. Yeah, 4 o'clock starts a little tough because you have a handful of students who stuck around. But uh, for the most part, most try to get out of Dodge to, to, beat, to beat the oncoming snow. And they're listening to the game on Bob Long Sports now. And now up the top of the key, it is Washington. Washington gets into the lane, floats it up with the left hand, can't get it to fall, has his own rebound, spins in the lane, flicks it up again. This time he's good, and it's a 2-1 lead for Fry the Friars of Bonner Prendy. Rimaldi up the floor quickly, leads off for Stukes. Stukes back to Rimaldi, might have had the lane to shoot it if he wanted, and now the Explorers will start over. McTamney loses it on a high dribble. Back come the Friars of Prendy. Lane all the way through it to the bucket, and he scores. Big-time contact inside. I think LaSalle fortunate not to be called for a blocking foul. I don't think he would have gotten the charge call there. And now good ball movement from the Explorers. Romaldi can't finish. Then he's stripped. With it now is Washington, and he's fouled in the backcourt. A frustration foul there against Dan Romaldi, who missed the easy bunny from the strong side block. And then he came down with the rebound, was stripped, and then he that was an ill-advised foul. He had no chance of getting the ball back there. Early 4-1 lead here for the Friars of Bonner Prendy. 5.50 to play first quarter. Keith Washington averaging 11 points a game. The senior has it now. Explorers now into a man-to-man -man defense. Christian Lane behind the three-point line near the baseline. Good cut to the bucket, but kicking it off his foot on the dribble was number 14, John Hargraves. And he had gotten past Jared Stukes there and had a clear lane to the basket and just dribbled off his foot. Would have been an easy bucket, like you said, Chris, but now LaSalle fortunate to still be down just three. 5.30 to play. Slow start for the Explorers here. Stukes comes off a screen, a foot inside the three-point line, off to Kiska now, who comes inside to Stark. Nice defense there from Hargraves to get the hand in without fouling, calls the steal. Keith Washington off for Christian Lane. It looks like he's standing out of bounds. There's a large yellow stripe on the far side and just the tiniest little black line that you wouldn't otherwise see. So that yellow stripe is in bounds here at the Monsignor Bonner Gymnasium. Into the lane, Washington, high off the rim, can't finish, the rebound, up and good for Dylan Higgins. And a timeout for head coach Joe Dempsey, 4.54 to play first quarter, and he can't be pleased, Chris, with the start from this Explorer team. 30-second timeout here from Bonner Prendy, and it's... Uh, even though it's a little sleepy here, this gym, the ceilings are very low and it's compact. The acoustics are very loud here and it becomes a difficult atmosphere. I think the Explorer is also a bit, um, a bit, you know, unphysical, not quite as into this as they should be. And I think that's the discussion right now in the timeout. Yeah, I, I, whether it's a looking ahead or still, uh, or still the remnants of, uh, of Monday night, uh, this is not the Explorer team that played Roman Catholic, particularly not in overtime on Monday night. Um, Coach Dempsey brought, took the 30-second timeout, brought them on the floor, and I'm sure they got an earful. 4.54 to play, first quarter. It's a 6-1 lead for the home Friars of Bonner. Jared Stukes will walk it across the timeline after the timeout with the left hand. Into the offense go the Explorers. Down low to Stark. He draws a double. The head fake gets the, the double off him, but he travels on his way to the basket. Shane Stark twisted the pivot feet, 
and going the other way now. Again, possession for the Friars. Keith Washington, number three. Back to the matchup zone now. A 1-3-1 this time around. Washington leaves off a three from the corner. No good. And Dan Romaldi, a nice box out there, Chris, to get that rebound. Yeah, that was nice fundamental basketball. Boxed him out, got the rebound. Stukes is going to get to the bucket. Flips back for Romaldi. Head fake, gets him into the lane. Jump stop, up and off the glass with the left hand. Well done. Two possessions in a row there for Dan Romaldi. I think they've had that. I, I think they've had that earlier in the game and didn't take the shot. Stukes had it earlier. The penetration chose to pass out. Romaldi took it right to the hoop. It was an easy basket. Now they come back up top. A corner three, no good from Dylan Higgins. Stark with an uncontested rebound. Up quickly to Stukes. Not a lot of numbers. Back for Stark. Stark turns in the lane. Gets it up and good. Finishes. Looks like he got poked in the eye as well on his way there. A bit slow down the floor. Yeah, there was a little contact there. I don't think enough to get the foul called. I think he lost the contact. He has it in his left hand, Chris. As the three comes from the baseline, no good. It's knocked toward the sideline and out of bounds. Back to LaSalle. Shane Stark played that entire defensive possession with his contact in his left hand. How about that? <laughs> so now he'll be replaced. He'll go to the locker room to get that fixed. Uh, that's an expensive little piece of real estate to it hold is. in your hand. The fact that it didn't fall onto the ground, because that would have created a bigger disaster. Yes. Although they do stop the game for that. So now Jared Stukes up the floor. The Explorers with two quick buckets trail now just by one. Stukes to his right into the lane. A hand check is called, this time against Christian Lane. As Stukes got into the lane and drew that foul. 3-11 to play, first quarter. I think he put it right back in, and he's, uh, he's on the bench. So Stark back to the bench. Stukes having trouble getting it in. Does finally toward Isaiah Jones. Had to dribble himself out of the corner. Well done there. Could have I, induced a double team very easily. Isaiah Jones and uh, Zach Chrysler have come into the game replacing Stark and Conrad Kiska. Isaiah Jones threw it away. Keith Washington all the way to the bucket. And he scores with the right hand. Washington with the two. Puts Bonaprendi back up three. Isaiah Jones is taken down by Keith Washington. He stuck out the left knee as Jones had him beat off the dribble. But before that, Chris, quickly down the floor, Stukes, there was a lot of contact and nothing called. Seemed like he might have been out of control, jumped to pass it. And uh, that's exactly what Jack Kincannon, the head coach of Bonaprendi, is talking about right now with the referee. Yeah, he, he, he absolutely was up. That was not a player control. There's a lot of people on the floor. Zach Chrysler just hit the ground on, with some contact. 2.40 to play, first quarter. Explorers trailing 8-5 to five and moving from right to left on your radio dial. McTamney flashes into the lane, back out to the outside. They play two-man ball. McTamney flips it up. Might have traveled with it, but now it's Jared Stukes. Off for Isaiah Jones into the lane. Floater is short. Chrysler can't come up with the rebound. It's John Hargraves instead. Yeah, they're, they're, their shots are just not sharp. They just, it's very, everything's very lackadaisical. It's like one step behind. I completely agree, and the passes are not crisp either. Christian Lane wide open from the top of the key. That one wasn't even close. Phil held with the rebound up the floor. Now the Explorers. Ryan McTamney spins into the lane, flips it up, off the back rim, and no good. Lane now back up the floor after the rebound from Hargraves. Lane is hounded by Jared Stukes. 
Leaves off now for his teammate and gets it right back. He's looking for Justin Gons. Tank can't get it there, number 21. Instead, inside they go to Hargraves. Hargraves guarded by Held. Spins in the lane. Cannot finish. A strong rebound that time from the freshman, Chrysler. And back up the floor is Jared Stukes. And he kicked it off his own right foot. Off, It'll be out right of Right off his foot. Moving a bit too quickly, Chris. I, I'm, I'm not sure what they're doing. And, and for as bad as the Explorers are playing, Bonner's not playing much better. This game could very well be already out of sight. It's a Friday evening game, but evening is all relative. Four o'clock tip here from West Philadelphia. And with 1.16 to play in the first quarter, Bonner Prendy's going to take another three. That one wasn't even close from Gons either. And Stark has the rebound. Leaving off for McTamney with Stukes. Long three. That one's good for Ryan McTamney. We are tied at eight with a minute to play in the first. Hopefully that will be a catalyst for some additional offense because the Explorers could use it. And I remember the, they're certainly missing their shooting guard. Matt Paul is the guy that keeps this offense together. And now Lane has it. He's guarded by Jones. Keith Washington steps into a three. In and out. No good. And the rebound, but a foul first against Shane Stark. A little bit of nudge in the backside of John Hargraves, and it'll stay on this end of the floor. Bonner Prendy with the basketball. Yeah, they're saying he hooked him, which it looks like he did. Conrad Kiska will come into the game. Ryan McTamney will take a seat, and it's likely the last possession here of the first quarter. So to keep your main scorer off the floor in a defensive situation. Justin Gons goes through the legs. Can't get by Jones. Back up top to Keith Washington. Washington now elbow extended inside to Hargraves. Double never comes, but he picked up his dribble. Now dribbling to the lane. Up and off the rim and no good Dylan Higgins, but he's fouled on the way there. Tried to go underhand, Chris, with the left hand to avoid the block. And Romaldi got him with the, on, on the arm. So with 27.8 seconds left here in the first quarter, Dylan Higgins will shoot two. No good on the first off the side rim. That's Dan Romaldi's second foul, Chris, and the team's third. LaSalle now will get the last position, and with that, Ryan McTamney will stand back up. But no good is the free throw, so we can't come back into the game. He'll sit down along with Jared Stukes. Isaiah Jones will be the ball handler for the final 20 seconds of this first quarter. I would think we're going to look to get the ball inside to Stark, or Kiska's going to take a jumper. 11 seconds, nothing going on here. Isaiah Jones still holds behind the three-point line, and now he motions for him to go. Four seconds to shoot. They're not getting a good shot off. Romaldi's going to have to just heave one. That one not really all that close, and the Explorers waited way too long to get the offense started. As I understand maybe six seconds of Jared Stukes is the guy handling the ball, Chris, but with Isaiah Jones, who doesn't run the offense, five seconds is way too late to start that. Now, and they gave Dan Romaldi a shot in a good position, but he just wasn't set. That's right. Um, he was, he, it, it was an awkward-looking shot, and he was off at an angle, and I'm not sure that shot had much of a chance to go in. We'll take a break here at the end of the first quarter, 8-8 eight, eight, through the first eight minutes of play here from West Philadelphia at Bonaparendi. You are listening to Explorer Basketball on Bob Long Sports, and we are presented by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. 
owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at dunphyford.com. coverage of LaSalle College High School basketball and we're presented by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long, Chris Carabello alongside and almost ready for the second quarter here. It will be Bonner Prendy, the Friars, to start off with the basketball. We've got our first look at uh, Harry Peretta's son, Michael. Peretta into the game number 33. Christian Lane, the lefty, works against the 2-3 zone for the Explorers. It's a matchup zone with Shane Stark playing up in the lane against number 14, John Hargraves. Keith Washington still handling the ball. Peretta to the baseline. Now it comes to Higgins. Peretta has it now. Still not inside the three-point line. A slow developing possession. To the baseline, Christian Lane wide open, and it rolls around the rim and goes down. They were going to hit a three at some point. They've had a lot of open looks. And some of them were rather ugly shots. That one wasn't clean, rolled around the rim, and went in. Jared Stukes, jump stop into the lane, back to Kiska, elbow extended. To the top it comes, a bit of a lazy pass. Couldn't believe it got there to McTamney. Now inside to Stark, given room, off for Kiska. Wide open three, well long, and Washington has the uncontested rebound. Barely, I don't even know if that drew iron, but it hit the backboard. And Shane Stark gets a big block against Washington as he came down the floor. Back to the Friars, the ball goes on the baseline. You brought, an, you brought up a nice point there on the, that pass to McTamney. Against a more athletic team, that ball's picked off. I mean, these are very lazy passes. Now the ball comes to Higgins, off to Christian Lane beyond the three-point line. To the top of the key, now they work it over to Peretta. Wide open three, Washington's well short. Peretta gets the long rebound. The Explorers crashed and didn't find anyone to box out. Peretta was all alone. Three-point lead for the Friars, Hargraves. Off to Higgins. Higgins to the top of the key. Lane for three. No good. It's deadened off the back of the rim, but knocking it off his own knee and out of bounds is Shane Stark. Ball back to the Friars once again. Yeah, this is just sloppy play. I'm not sure what else to define this as. And this is exactly what happens here. I mean, the effort that LaSalle and Roman Catholic put in, you saw Roman struggle against Archbishop Ryan. Flying through the lane, Keith Washington flicks it just over the front of the rim and it goes down. Five-point lead, Stark quickly down the floor, high off the glass and good off the assist from Isaiah Jones. 13-10, the Explorers trail. Now up the floor, Christian Lane, number one. He's guarded by Isaiah Jones as he works him out toward the logo. Top of the key, Washington. Washington leaves off for Gons, who just checked back into the game. Christian Lane. Second leading scorer for this team. Off for Justin Gons, averaging five. Gons is guarded by McTamney. Just inside the three-point line, it's good. The long two for Justin Gons. It was a nice shot, nice stroke. 15 to 10, the Explorers trail on the road here at Monsignor Bonner. 
And it's getting somewhat late early here in the second quarter. We're already down to five minutes and 20 seconds to play. Explorers now will face a 2-3 zone from the Friars. Shane Star comes well beyond the three-point line to help Stukes, who had picked up the dribble. Now Stukes inside to McTamney, forces three defenders on him, inside to Stark. Up and good with the right hand from inside the lane. Better ball movement there, but again, a pass that could have been intercepted, just kind of thrown up toward McTamney. Against a better team, that ball's picked off. Higgins with some English off the glass, flew through the lane from the baseline and put it up and under. 17 to 12. Now Stukes at the top of the key, they find Jones. And that one nearly stolen. Stark is going to get it right back. Up, and it's off the back iron and no good. The ball will dance down toward Lane, who picks it up. Explorers lucky not to turn the ball over there either. And now Jared Stukes with a hand check up near the logo at the middle of the court here at Frederico Gymnasium. Yeah, the Explorers are not very aggressive here on defense. They are, all year long, they're, I mean, they're, they've, they've, they've attacked as the balls come up. They've, they've, their press, pressure they've put on the ball, none of that tonight. They are in the 2-3 zone once again, and I think this might be an effort from head coach Joe Dempsey to try this out. Uh, it's very similar to what Jay Wright's doing at Villanova right now. They're a much better man-to-man -man team, but you want to be good. You need to be good at the zone eventually, and against a team like this, an opportunity to try it. But right now they trail by five. After the missed shot from Gons, it's now up the floor. Jared Stukes, who throws it into the backcourt. Ryan McTamney has to touch up to avoid the runout, but it's a backcourt violation against the Explorers. 3.59 to play second quarter. And just a sloppy pass from Jared Stukes. He jumped up in the lane, didn't have anywhere to go, and that pass wasn't online. 3.52, Christian Lane thought about the three inside to Hargraves instead. Off the glass and good, and just like that, it is a seven-point game. The Explorers trail by seven on the road. We're under four to play here in the second quarter. There are no breaks here in the Philadelphia Catholic League. The Explorers finding that out this afternoon. Stukes to the top of the key, Jones. Inside, he finds Stark. Stark gets doubled, back to Jones at the foul line, able to hit the mid-range shot. And those are shots that need to go because every single time defensively, Chris, this Friars team is just collapsing, collapsing on the big man inside, not allowing him to score. You need to alleviate some pressure by hitting mid-range. Yeah, they're swarming the ball. Hargraves with the left, thought he shuffled the pivot feet. Now Stukes goes behind the back to avoid Christian Lane back up the floor. McTamney with two dribbles into the lane. Off for Stark. He's blocked on his way up, but some contact on the follow-through. A foul called in Stark to the line. I think McTamney lost that ball and Stark was there. I, I, don't, I don't think that was a pass. I think he lost the ball going up. Yeah, I, I certainly tend to agree there. And if he didn't lose it, it also might have been a travel with the way he was looking like he wasn't going to come down with a jump stop. Looked like he was going to come down with the left foot first and then the right. And after the high dribble, that would have been a double dribble. Shane Stark missed the first free throw. And now Alan Powell will come into the game. An early setting for Powell, just a freshman on this team, but has played some good minutes in the later portions of some games that LaSalle was able to control. I think, he, I think Coach Jumpsy's hoping he brings some energy to this offense. So now you have, you have two ball handlers, you have two point guards in the game in Powell and Stutes, which I would imagine they're going to use to pressure the ball. 
Shane Stark hit one of two. It's 19 to 15. Monsignor Bonner leads. Coming off the screen is Lane. Does it go? It does not. It hit the rim four times. Thought he was going to get the shooter's roll after bouncing straight up into the air. And back down the floor, it's Powell leaving off for Stukes. Phil Held has it now beyond the three-point line. They work it around the top of the key. McTamney with one dribble. The head fake cannot finish. Had a good look, but a bit of pressure from Hargraves. And now beating the defense down the floor, flipping it up off the side of the backboard there was Christian Lane. 75% of that play was good, Chris. He beat the defense down the floor, but then wildly tried to draw contact. Wasn't going to get that call, and I think is very fortunate to get it back. Yeah, I mean, and the, the ball was either tipped by Phil Held or by Shane Stark because it went off an explorer and then off of the backboard. And now Washington cannot quite get to the bucket, but he's fouled with a hand check by Phil Held on the way there. 2-11 to play, 19-15. to Monsignor Bonner leads at home against the Road Explorers. A quick first two quarters here. Lane inbounds for Hargraves. Keith Washington off for Lane. They're looking to get to Hargraves. Phil held. They, I think they like this mismatch, but now the double team comes from Stark. Hargraves somehow keeps it. And we're under two to play as they send it to the safety valve up top, Keith Washington. Phil held with good defense there. Very aggressive. Now a three from Gons. It's good from the baseline. Justin Gons puts Monsignor Bonner up seven once again. Explorers have done very little from the outside other than the three-pointer from McTamney. And now here in the second quarter, they've given up 14 points on defense to the baseline, Shane Stark. Held now, gets the baseline look. He gets doubled, up top to Powell. Extra pass to Stukes for three. It rattles around and goes down. And there's that open jumper that they're going to have to hit, so they're going to have to come out. Once they can come out on defense, it's going to open up the lane. It's they're going to be able to play their inside game. A minute five to play. Long pass for Gons. Now Washington, the head fake into the lane. Floater is good. Keith Washington puts it in for two. And again, a six-point lead for the Friars. McTamney gets into it a double. Leaves off for Phil Held. Held knocks down the baseline three. And it's down to just three. Nice three-pointer by Phil Held. LaSalle. Trying to close the last three minutes on a positive note to get this back and close for a game that was just recently an eight-point lead. Now a steal. I think it was Stukes that got the hand in there first. It ended up in the belly of Shane Stark. Now an opportunity to hold for the last shot. McTamney to the baseline, Powell. One touch and now to Stark. Good cut in from Held. He can't finish at the bucket, but is fouled. I believe that'll go against Hargraves. It's a nice strong move to the hoop by Phil Held. 19.3 seconds to play, and you certainly will accept that one, Chris. That was a great cut to the bucket, an opportunity to hold for the last shot, but for a day where shots aren't coming easy, take an easy one when it comes. Held's first free throw is up and good. Into the game, Michael Peretta. The last few times up the score, the Explorers have run some good offense. There's been crisp passes, better plays, Shots that could go in. And now Phil Held after hitting the second free throw. 
Chris Ferguson, who had just come to the scorer's table, will replace Shane Stark for the final defensive possession of the first half. 24-23, the Explorers have cut what was once an eight-point deficit to just one. Ryan McTamney guards Gons. Peretta might have had a foot on the line, doesn't matter. Didn't hit anything, nothing but air. Three seconds left. McTamney, a long three at the buzzer, banks it in. Ryan McTamney banked it in at the buzzer. And just like that, the Explorers go to the locker room with the lead. Chris, I wouldn't have seen that coming three minutes ago. Welcome to the Catholic League. Explorers put up 18 points in the second quarter. And really, in the last three minutes, if you think about it, you have a three from Held, a three from Stukes, and a three from Ryan McCamney. That's nine of the 18 points right there. Uh, two free throws from Phil Held in the final 30 seconds. Um, that's 11. I mean, really, the Explorers did the bulk of their scoring in the last three minutes. That's exactly what they did. It was an eight-point lead for Monsignor Bonner just a few minutes ago, and that's a dagger-type shot. Now a long way to go here, obviously, but a two-point lead for the Explorers after Bonner Prendy really dominated that first half. It can't feel good for Ken Cannon and that team. No, and the Explorers are going to get the ball to start the third quarter. So if they can capitalize and keep this momentum going, pull a little, take that two-point lead and extend on it, that's what they have to do to, you know, just get out of here and then start looking ahead towards Monday. Because I think that's how they started this game. They... they this game wasn't against Bonner. They were all, it was all about the Carroll game on Monday. And uh, really, you know, we're in, our, you know, we're in Bonner's court uh, on a Friday afternoon. Their students are in the stands. So, you know, they need to think what's going on right now and not what's going to happen on Monday night. After one half of play, 16 minutes of basketball, LaSalle 26, Monsignor Bonner 24. We'll take a break here and come back, preview some of our upcoming programming. A big game on Monday night between the two top scorers in the Philadelphia Catholic League. 26-24 Explorers lead. We'll be back. You are listening to LaSalle Basketball on Bob Long Sports, and we're brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. Elmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country. 
by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Hey, Bob Long sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle... Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. Welcome back to Bonner Prendy High School in West Philadelphia. As we are just a few minutes away from the second half here, Bob Long, Chris Carabello alongside. And Chris, uh, as we get into, first of all, this first half, uh, we saw LaSalle, a team that struggled to get their offense going, a team that didn't have a lot going on, but found a way in the final two or three minutes to really climb their way back into this game. Now, where their heads may or may not be is on Monday night, a 7 o'clock tip against Archbishop Carroll, and we will carry that game for you right here on Bob Long Sports. As we tease going into the halftime break, it will be a matchup of the number one and the number two scorers in the Philadelphia Catholic League, number one being Ryan Daly and number two being Ryan McTamney of this Explorer team. But it'll be a great matchup and one that we'll see what happens with Archbishop Carroll and Newman Goretti, which will start in about 20 minutes. But one of those teams will end up with a loss. If that team is Carroll, LaSalle has an opportunity to jump them in the standings with a win based on the tiebreak head-to-head. Yeah, as I said, you have two undefeated teams playing uh, at 5 o'clock in South Philadelphia, Newman versus Carroll. Sold out, Jim. You need a ticket to get in. If you show up at the door, you're being turned away. I can't even imagine the parking situation. Be turned away back into the snow, huh? How heartless. I can't even imagine the parking there. um, And then up the street from here tonight, we have um, Archbishop Wood is is playing um, Cardinal O'Hara. Cardinal O'Hara right up on Route 1 here. Uh, Not a... 
kind of a stone's throw from where we are. But, um, you know, if you look at the standings, certainly the, um, the Newman-Garetti-Carroll matchup is going to determine the one the one seed, the other one likely to be the two. Because it's effectively a two-game swing. You'll be down one game, the loser, minus the tiebreaker. So a two-game deficit, essentially. Yeah, even um, you know, even a win by the Explorers against Carroll, um, the loss against Roman, Roman would hold the tiebreaker. You're really in the four spot. And I, and, I, and I think that's a good spot for LaSalle. I think LaSalle being in the four spot, it's not a, you know, it's certainly um, it's not the greatest thing in the second round, because then you're going to have to face the number one seed the Palestra, um, but the uh, the four spots not a terrible place to be. The four five game are really the same game. One's home, you know. One the five seeds going to play away. The four seeds going to host the game. Um, but you know, I think it's going to be hard for the Explorers to get into that, that two or three spot. But it's certainly possible with a victory against Carroll. That's exactly right. And so that's what we're looking forward to here on Bob Long Sports. We will carry that game on Monday night, a seven o'clock tip. LaSalle against Archbishop Carroll. We'll take our final break here and come back for the second half. LaSalle leading 26 to 24, a huge run in the final minutes of the first half and a banked three from the second leading scorer in this league, Ryan McTamney, to send the Explorers to the locker room up two. We'll be back in just a second. This is Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle basketball and we're brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Philadelphia. Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle College High School basketball brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long and Chris Carabello alongside and it will be the Explorers of LaSalle to start moving from left to right on your radio dial and Jared Stukes with the basketball. Off for Isaiah Jones. It's kicked out of bounds on the pass attempt. Was looking for Shane Stark rolling toward the strong side block. Pass the end line back to the... Kiska started the game. Sophomore Isaiah Jones will start the second half at the guard spot. McTamney rolls off the screen, gets doubled. Pass barely got to Isaiah Jones, was tipped on the way there. Now off to Ramos through the lane. Jumping to pass it, somehow getting it to Stark was Isaiah Jones. He might have hooked him on the way to the buckle. I Justin Gons looked like he got wrapped around. 28-20 lead. Back into the matchup 2-3 zone. And now stepping up is Isaiah Jones. Let's see if the Explorers play a little more aggressive defense to try to put some separation here. Christian Lane into the lane, and he hits the shot. The left-handed floater from about four feet away. Dan Romaldi now throws it into the backcourt. Was it tipped? Referee says yes, it was. Jared Stukes all the way to the bucket. Left-handed was hit on his way there. Nothing called. No call there. I was surprised at that because he was hit on the arm. But he scored anyway off the glass. Christian Lane now the lefty across the timeline for Monsignor Bonner. 
He finds Hargraves. Hargraves beyond the three-point line off for Keith Washington. Washington, as he was driving to the bucket, will get a timeout from Jack Kincannon, the head coach of Bonner. And now it's 30-26 to 26 with 6.39 to play. That's a 30-second timeout. And Chris, start to grade the way. We're only a minute and 20 in, but how this LaSalle team has come out. They're starting to continue that momentum that they built toward the end of the second quarter. Well, I think it's important that they just continue to score, and I will say that I don't think the passes have been much better. Uh, two very lazy passes, one over to Ryan McCamney that barely got there, um, and then the ball that was tipped here, they were very lucky they didn't get the backcourt call. Sure. Yep. And I, yeah, you mentioned uh, also Shane Stark, fortunate to not be called for an offensive foul. But LaSalle leads by four, 6.39 to play third quarter. It'll be the Friars of Bonner to inbound from underneath their own basket. Keith Washington slaps the ball. Friars into motion. Dylan Higgins hands back off to Washington, who came from the sideline. Now they work it around the top of the key. Christian Lane holds the basketball at his left side, ball in one hand. Now we'll put it to the pavement. Guarded by Isaiah Jones into the lane. Gons off for Washington. Washington back to lane, and he'll get it right back. Top of the key for Gons. Gons, two dribbles into the lane, spins. Wide open Washington along the baseline. Nothing but net from three. Yeah, that was a wide open jumper. You know what? I was about to interject on your play-by-play -play that the Explorers are really giving them the outside shot. I mean, Bonner doesn't have the size to compete with them underneath, yet they're not doing anything to stop them from the outside. Eventually, they're going to start hitting those jumpers, and they just did. That was clean. And that was a good play from Justin Gons, who drew two defenders. Left Washington wide open. Stukes into the lane. Shoulders some contact off the glass. It went off the back of the rim. Nearly went down, but Stukes will shoot two at the line. Now just a one-point lead for this Explorer team. 5.46 to play third quarter. Again, this is a quarter that the Explorers need to use to create some separation in the score here. End over end spin for Stukes, and the first free throw goes down. I think that's going to come on the defensive end. I mean, they're really, the Explorers have not really generated a turnover, um, a steal. They haven't pressured the ball, taken it. Uh, most of it has been, you know, has been self-inflicted. Two of two for Stukes at the line, and it's worth mentioning, to your point, Stukes is missing his partner in crime in the backcourt. Matt, uh, Matt Paulus is presumably sick here today. And now the ball fed down low. Hargraves, a great head fake. Got both defenders in the air and put it off the glass and good. Isaiah Jones now elbow extended beyond the three-point line. Leaves off for Stukes. Extra pass to Romaldi, but a lazy pass came inside. I think Shane Stark and more so Romaldi fortunate to get that call. Hargraves went around the side, but... Yeah, that was a poor pass. Um, not only lazy, it wasn't accurate. They were lucky to get the foul called there. Now along the baseline, McTamney will launch the three. It's good. Ryan McTamney, the second leading scorer in this lead, puts in three, and it is now a 35-31 cushion for the Explorers. Christian Lane, guarded by Isaiah Jones. Explorers need to stop here. Justin Gahn spins in the lane. It cannot fall. Hargraves gets the rebound and is fouled on his way down, down after right. grabbing the basketball. He's fouled on the rebound. 4.58 to play third quarter. LaSalle leads 35-31 to 31 in a game that's been hard fought. And I think the Explorers realized about the end of the first quarter, huh, we actually need to step up and play today. Foul was on Ryan McTamney. His first, uh, obviously, it was on Isaiah Jones. 
Now the ball is kicked. Somehow found its way to Higgins, and the Friars will restart the possession. Now Washington is guarded by Rimaldi. They work it to Lane beyond the three-point line. Friars content to just pass it around the top of the key. Now into the lane they come. Gons got the kick and couldn't shoot it. Nearly lost his footing on the jump stop. Higgins off the glass and good as he floated toward the baseline. McTamney up the floor quickly for the Explorers. He was looking for Phil Held initially. Realized the pass wouldn't get there. Instead goes the safer route to Shane Stark. Stark on the baseline, spins, puts it off the glass. I think it was blocked on his way there by Higgins. Yeah, I think he got a little of Shane Stark too, but no call there. 4-11 to play, just a two-point lead for the Explorers. Lane all the way to the bucket, too strong off the glass. Hargraves with the rebound. Up top for Washington, wide open three, short off the front rim, and Stooks with the rebound. He's going to come all the way down the floor, and he carries it on his way there. I don't think he knew what he wanted to do with the ball. I don't think he knew if he wanted to penetrate, whether he wanted to pass, palm the ball. It looks like one of those dummies where he was trying to show the defender that he was going to turn back. And then once that defender relaxes, then dive to the hoop, but certainly carried the ball on the way there. A good call from the official. Under four minutes to play, third quarter. We're deadlocked here so far in the second half. A two-point lead for the Explorers. Now a steal down to the bucket. Kiska is able to finish after a couple bounces on the rim. And that's that steal what we're talking about to start the second half. They put pressure on the ball. The guard play created a turnover. Conrad Kiska was able to lay it up. The length of Conrad Kiska now is on Washington. Put both his hands on him. Should have been a hand check. Wasn't called. That's a point of emphasis here in basketball. But now Washington thought about the three. Into the lane. It's knocked off the yep. knee of Washington, and it will go back to LaSalle. It's a good call by the officials because there was a lot of movement on that ball, but it did touch Washington last. Good positioning that time from the referee too, Chris. He was in a perfect spot to see that. And we were kind of in that rare lane as well. Well, we're sitting here at the top of the bleachers to be able to see that as well. 3-10 to play, and Stukes is nearly stolen, able to get it back. Stark now has it into the lane. A little bit of body control, but can't finish off the glass. That's a shot Shane Stark should make. He tried to hold himself up so that he didn't commit the charge. Did a good job of that, but couldn't hit. And then down the other end quickly, Christian Lane from the elbow for two. 2.48 to play. Just a two-point lead for the Explorers at 13-3. McTamney through the lane. Good head fake, and he's able to put it off the glass and in. A quick timeout for head coach Joe Dempsey and the LaSalle Explorers. A 30-second timeout with 2.42 to play here in the third quarter. The Explorers leading 39-35. to And this was the point in the at the end of the second quarter where the Explorers turned it up. Scoring at least scoring at least 11 and I think as many as 13 of those 18 points came around the 245 mark and and it was an 11 to 2 run to close the half they trailed at 1.22 to 15 Chris and ended that half up 26 to 24 the explorers will break the huddle they're dressed in their road blue uniforms the white trim and the gold numbers Monsignor Bonner they have the green and white stripes on their shorts, the home whites with the yellow trim, and the green numbers. Chris Ferguson enters the game for the Explorers. Really has only seen nominal minutes here. A possession or two on defense toward the end of the first half, and now here again. He's played more of an active role in recent games, however. 
And now the Friars having some difficulty getting it past the half-court stripe. A 10-second violation is called. There's the trap. John Kincannon not happy. He's screaming at his own guys on the scorer table asking how much time came off the clock there. But it was just a bit too casual for well, It was right. It was 2.42 where they called the timeout. So, I mean, and they called the foul, and then they called the, um, the, the turnover at 2.31. So, it's 10 seconds. And now McTamney goes up, and his ball's taken off his hands and out of bounds. Ball back to the Explorers, though. A four-point lead, 2.16 to play, third quarter. Phil held to inbound from the baseline. Held having some trouble getting it in, had to force it in. It was knocked out of bounds by Higgins, and he'll try it again. Not a lot of off-ball movement here for the Explorers. They need to make themselves open for Held. Yeah, they're trying to get it inside, and, and, and Bonner's not going to give up the easy basket like that. McTamney spins to the bucket, cannot finish, but he's fouled on his way there. Nobody was guarding the inbounder there, Chris, so that makes it essentially five on four, and that's why LaSalle had such trouble inbounding. Yeah, they chose not to put anybody on the ball and uh, basically face guarded all five explorers and they had an extra body or, or all four explorers and had an extra body. McTamney was fortunate to get that ball and then get that look up, but he was fouled on the way there. McTamney's first free throw is good. 2-11 to play third quarter. Now a five-point lead for the LaSalle Explorers. McTamney dribbles three times, spins the ball in his hand. The end over end spin, and it's good. A six-point lead now. And this is the point for this Explorer, if you're a LaSalle Explorer player right now, to put your foot to the gas pedal and put this team away because six points, there's plenty of time to come back, but a bit of momentum is now Chris Ferguson fouls in the backcourt. The Explorers picked up full court. No, but if you look at the defense, obviously the Explorers are in a defensive mode at this point. This is the first time that we've seen any type of, 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 of defense on the inbound or even, you know, picking them up in the backcourt. Full court man-to-man -man pressure. The Friars able to get it in. Now the double team comes. It got all the way to Higgins. Dribbled it off his own man. And Kiska came up with a steal as a result. Kiska off for Chris Ferguson, who's fouled in the backcourt. That will go against Justin Gons. That's the fourth team foul against the Friars of Bonner. And there's the wingspan of Conrad Kiska that we had talked about earlier. That's exactly right. He can be... A real pest defensively, which is what this Explorer team likes about him. He can bring things offensively, too. You see it in the JV game just about every game before these varsity games. He'll play a full game of JV and then add some energy for the varsity team. Six-point lead for LaSalle. Stukes with the basketball, a high right-handed dribble near the top of the key, waiting for the offense to reset. Stukes still yet to give it up. A kick ball as he was trying to pass it inside to Shane Stark. The Explorers with 1.38 to play in the third quarter will pass it in from their own baseline. Kiska thought about the three after getting the pass. Double team comes. Skip pass to McTamney. Top of the key three is good. Great look that time from Conrad Kiska. And it was a sharp pass. Nothing lazy about that pass. McTamney was able to set up, hit the three. Gons thought to try again. Instead, the head fake gets him to the bucket. He's fouled by Ryan McTamney. Looks like he clipped him from behind with the feet the way Gons went forward there. They're and putting still... him on the line, though. They're saying he was shooting. That's right. I, I would agree with that call. Do you think that was a bit early? 
I think he I think his intent was to shoot, but I don't think he had started the act. Nevertheless, two for Gons here, a minute 20 to play, third quarter. First free throw is up and good. Second free throw coming. Stark and McTamney on the blocks, rebounding for the Explorers. End over end spin for Gons. Nothing but net. And now back to a seven-point uh, seven deficit for this Friar team. Stukes dribbles right into a double team, able to dribble himself out. Now another skip pass. This got inside to Stark, and he's fouled on his way up. Flying by was Christian Lane, kind of knocking the ball out of his hands, but he got wrist and back area as well. So Stark will go to the line to shoot, too. That was a shame. That was a wide-open shot, and he, and he hammered him. No easy buckets here on the road in the Philadelphia Catholic League. But the fouls are adding up. The Bonner Prendergrass with five now. Not even through the third quarter yet. Right. Well, by the time the fourth quarter starts, they'll be in the LaSalle will be in the bonus. Stark's second free throw, no good after hitting the first. He'll split the pair. 45-37. LaSalle leads here on the road after an early scare and certainly still an opportunity for Bonner. Here at home to steal one. Dylan Higgins off for Keith Washington. Inside to Hargraves. One dribble and he's stolen. Good hands that time from Jared Stukes. Now Romaldi up the floor. Finds McTamney. The head fake. Two dribbles in the lane. Off for Stark. And he traveled on his way there. He shuffled the feet. No need to put the ball on the turf that time there, Chris. No. But he there tried was no to reason dribble for once. that. And the height advantage he has over those defenders, there's no reason for him to do the head fake, the ball fake, or anything. Great pass by Ryan McTamney to get the ball down low there to a wide-open Shane Stark. 34 seconds to play. Christian Lane has it near the logo. Dan Romaldi will back off. The Explorers content to give up the last shot of the quarter here. Christian Lane goes through the legs. Merely for academic purposes, however. Jared Stukes really isn't guarding him all that closely. Now he'll step up on him. And Lane leaves off for Washington. Washington with the hesitation dribble. Leaves off for Higgins through the lane. Can't get it to go. Six seconds to shoot. Kiska has it now across the timeline. Two seconds. Now one. He'll launch. And he traveled before he got the shot up. 0.6 seconds to play, and a quick substitution for the Explorers. Ryan McTamney will come off. Phil held back into the game. Clearly for defensive purposes, wanting to keep Ryan McTamney out of foul trouble. They've done that all game long on these final possessions of periods. And they put the 6-7 Zach Chrysler on the ball, making it very difficult to inbound this. And Bonner really doesn't have any desire to launched that ball. They threw it back into the backcourt and couldn't even get the shot off. So after three quarters of play, LaSalle leads 45-37 to 37 against Monsignor Bonner. And they find themselves just eight minutes away from their sixth win in Catholic League play. We'll take a break, come back on the other side for the fourth quarter. You are listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. And we're brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. 
Welcome back to Bonner Prendy High School here in West Philadelphia. Bob Long and Chris Carabello bringing you coverage of LaSalle High School basketball all year long, and we're brought to you by Dunphy Ford. An eight-point lead for the Explorers as we enter the final period of play here. And the final few hours, Chris, before the snowstorm starts here in Philadelphia. I don't see any flakes coming down through the windows here, but LaSalle trying to get out of Dodge with a victory. Now Gons will launch a three on the initial possession and hit it. And Justin Gons. No hand in his face. Wide open three. Just a five-point lead now for the Explorers. McTamney thought about stepping up for the three. Instead, hands off for Stukes. Back to McTamney it comes. Dribbles into the lane. Floats it up. Comes off the back rim. A great box out that time from Gons. Cleared the way for Hargraves. Washington now up the floor quickly. Gons off to Washington. Inside to Hargraves. Hargraves is stolen again, but gets it back somehow. Up and good off the glass. Now just a three-point game. Yeah. Four quick points to start this fourth quarter for Bonner Prendergrass. Jared Stukes across the timeline, off for Conrad Kiska. And LaSalle played defense. good defense there. They had good defense. Jared Stukes almost stripped the ball. Hargraves really not careful with the ball. Gives up possession a lot. But now this time it's Hargraves with a steal as Kiska tried to send it in for Stark. Ball came through. It's tipped out of bounds by Shane Stark. The Friars are trying to get a quick one there as Hargraves give the big man credit there, Chris. He ran the floor and beat the LaSalle defense down. Yeah, and if it, Bonner has not played a lot of guys off their bench. Fred has seen a little bit of time. Um, that's really about it. That's about it. Um, Haynes played a little bit too. But apart from that, I mean, these five guys have really gone the whole game where LaSalle's been able to give their guys some rest. And... Um, you know, they start running the ball, and I don't know how much wind, how much energy, uh, gas Bonner's going to have left in the tank. However, there's only so much time left in this game. 6.40 to play. The Friars will inbound from underneath their own basket. They trail by just three. Inbounds, it comes to Hargraves. Double comes in the corner. Somehow keeps that pivot foot, and just in time for Jack Kincannon to call a timeout. Yeah, he was in trouble. He was going to lose the ball or walk. And uh, Kincannon quickly and wisely called a timeout. 30-second timeout here, 6.35 to play. Explorers lead just 45-42. to 42. And, Chris, this has been a unique atmosphere here because we said earlier the word we used was sleepy, this crowd, because it's pretty much right after school ends. And a lot of people have tried to get out of town and maybe listening to us here on Bob Long Sports as opposed to getting caught in the snow on the way back. Don't worry, everyone. We'll keep that for you. We'll be able to trudge through. But... Uh, now this is really picked up here in the second half and these low ceilings, the acoustics that are very, very loud. You hear the band in the background, but this is a loud gymnasium. No, it's a, it's a good thing there's not fans here to make it louder because this would be a tough place to play. But we're at a one possession game right now. That's exactly right. And this Bonner, and Bonner has the ball. They've played some teams tough this year. And now they find themselves in a tough game against this LaSalle Explorer team. Yeah, you, know, you say nine and seven record, but two and five. You got to remember this league. You're facing Roman Catholic, Archbishop Carroll, St. Joe's Prep, LaSalle on a game-to-game -game basis. Now a three, no good from Gons. Higgins thought he was nudged on the way out, but somehow kept it in bounds. Nice job. Now Lane, open three. We're tied. That, that eight-point lead is quickly eradicated. Just the way LaSalle came back at the end of the first half, 
Now it's Bonner Prendy coming back right here in the fourth quarter to tie this basketball game at 45. 6.07 to play. LaSalle far from out of the woods. Three from McTamney is short. Grimaldi fouls an offensive foul as he pushed off going for the rebound. Yeah, Joe Dempsey's not happy, but Dan Romaldi pushed off to get that position. There's no question about it. The referee was right there. Now the Friars, who have gone pretty much six deep, like you said, Chris, find themselves the team with more energy against the Explorers that can go nine or ten deep. Christian Lane gets by Romaldi into the lane, hangs, fires, is fouled on his way there. Went off the side rim and no good, but he'll shoot two at the line and the opportunity to give this Friar team the first lead of the second half. They have not led since uh, since the final, final two seconds, two seconds of, of the first, the first half. half. And we are, for the first time in about 11 minutes of basketball, we see a change in the lead. First free throw was good from Lane, 46 to 45. Bonner trying to pull a shocker here at home against the LaSalle Explorers who are fourth in the Philadelphia Catholic League. Second free throw in and out. He'll split the pair. 5.43 to play. Handing off for Ryan McTamney is Stukes. Now Isaiah Jones has it top of the key. Couple dribbles to get inside. Off the glass and good. Hanged and fired. Wow, how about that from Isaiah Jones? That was very athletic. Maybe not the best shot in the world. I don't know that that's the highest percentage look, but got it to fall. And now the Explorers are going to have to play that tough D. Christian Lane thought he was feeling it, but it went off the back iron. No good. And Washington. And the number of offensive rebounds that Bonner has gotten here in the last five, six minutes is amazing, particularly with the height disadvantage. Dylan Higgins from beyond the three-point line. Hands off instead. Somehow getting to the bucket and scoring. Christian Lane. Lane is starting to take over. He wants the ball offensively. Back to a one-point lead for Bonner Prendy. Jones hangs and fires. He's fouled on his way up by Justin Gons. And the overlapping that time from the Explorers, handoff to handoff, finally came to Jones in an opportunity. He thought he could drive it, and he took it right to the rim. The, the Explorers weave there, generated a foul shot here, or two foul shots for Isaiah Jones. No Explorers in the lane, just four Friars. Jones's first free throw is up and good, nothing but net. Tied once again, 48 apiece. LaSalle on the road at Bonner Prendy. This game sandwiched between a tough game against Roman Catholic that was an overtime loss and the anticipation of a game against Archbishop Carroll, undefeated to this point in Philadelphia Catholic League play in 15 and 15-1 overall. Isaiah Jones make both and got on the floor. There's a foul called, or is there a jump ball? It's, they got a held ball situation. Isaiah Jones got on the floor there and got the ball first. So back to the ball uh, after getting that possession there. Gons did a nice job to at least get his hands in there, but now the LaSalle Explorers on the alternating possession will get it back. Not sure he got his hands in there without getting his hands all over Isaiah Jones, but he didn't get the no foul call, but the Explorers get the possession on the jump ball. Ryan McTamney has it at the elbow, spins inside, the double team comes. Off to Jones with the head fake, inside to Stark, but an offensive foul first. Isaiah Jones out of control, just ran over Hargraves, who set up shop outside the lane on the baseline. Yeah. It's a nice job on Hargrave's part to take that foul. 4.25 to play. Final quarter of play here in regulation. Christian 
Lane at number one is up the floor, now past the timeline. Hargraves has it at the elbow. Hands off for Lanes, and a holding foul is called as Shane Stark blocked the would-be shot from Lane. Phil held, on the, Phil held on the hold. And that's the seventh team foul against the Road Explorers, so one and one upcoming. This will be shot by Justin Gans. Both teams in the bonus at this point. The Explorers will be the next foul for Bonner will be their seven. So put the Explorers on the line. Games are won and lost at the front end here, Chris. And Gons can't hit the first. Call it a turnover for the Friars. Might as well be. Had an opportunity to retake the lead. And now Jared Stukes will dribble across the timeline. A timeout called by the Explorers of LaSalle. A full timeout here with 4.06 to play. Just a one-point lead on the road at Monsignor Bonner, 9-7 and seven on the year for the Friars. We'll take a break, come back for the remainder of this one. 4.06 to play, one-point lead for the Explorers, and you're listening to Explorer Basketball on Bob Long Sports, brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back to West Philadelphia, a Philadelphia Catholic League matchup between the Friars of Bonner and the Explorers of LaSalle. Bob Long, Chris Carabello alongside to bring you the final four minutes and six seconds of regulation, if not beyond. Inbounding now, Isaiah Jones into the backcourt. It's a key possession for the Explorers. They have the one-point lead. It's a big opportunity for them to, to increase that lead. They go inside to Stark. Two dribbles, spins to his right, double team comes, forces it up. Good job of Hargraves for staying straight up. Rebound down to the Friars. But not a good shot by Shane Stark. And now Higgins off for Gons. He thought about the three from the top of the key. Instead, reloads to the safety valve, Christian Lane. Lane in no hurry whatsoever. Three minutes, 33 seconds to play. A one-point deficit. Gons for three. Not even close. Looked like it was closer to a bank than going in, but went off the side of the backboard. Now up the floor, Stooks. Jared Stooks retreats toward the midcourt stripe. Neither team in any hurry, trying to make every possession count. McTamney at the top of the key. Coming off the screen is Stooks. Stooks gets the ball into the lane. Back to Phil Held, barely got there. And resetting at the top of the key is Stark. Yeah, there was some contact there. There certainly could have been a foul called on. Stukes into the lane, off the glass, and good. And there's a foul as well. He'll go to the line to shoot one more. An opportunity to give this LaSalle team a two-possession lead with 2.58 to play. Jared Stukes hung up there, got the ball off, off the backboard, drew, drew the foul, see if he can complete the three-point play. Jared Stukes without any Explorers in the lane, as the Explorers like to do, keep their guys away. 
free throw is no good off the front rim, and as a result, an uncontested rebound for Dylan Higgins. Three-point lead for the Explorers. Christian Lane as the Explorers open up in a 1-3-1 defensive front. The half-court defense for the Explorers. It's Keith Washington now. Nearly lost the ball, somehow got it to Lane. McTamney almost could have stuck out the arm and gotten it. Instead, it's Higgins from the corner, just inside the three-point line. That's a two-pointer, and now a one-point lead for LaSalle. Stukes off a screen from Stark. Looks off for Isaiah Jones. Had that three. Chris, he doesn't look as confident from no, the three-point line. He's in no hurry either. 2-10 to play. Isaiah Jones just dribbles aimlessly back and forth. Now, Ryan McTamney's gone quiet here in the fourth quarter. Let's see if they can get the ball into him. He was hot. Jared Sukes comes off the screen, and the handoff from Stark. Off to Dan Romaldi. Extra pass now to Jones through the lane. He tried to get it to Stark, and it was tipped. It hit the wire up top, so the ball will stay here with LaSalle. I thought he was fouled, too, but no call. One minute, 52 seconds to play. And, Chris, what do you do here offensively? Well, I think holding he, for the last shot, but really came back to bite them against Roman Catholic. This not holding for any shot, but would you consider making Monsignor Bonner do something? One minute, 43 seconds to play, a one-point lead. Do you force their hand? Do you shoot at all? Isaiah Jones off for Stark. Well, they're certainly only going to they're certainly only going to take a good shot. They said, look like they're getting McTamney. They are not letting McTamney get the ball. McTamney thought he was fouled. Higgins playing him very tightly. One minute, 21 seconds to play. LaSalle gets into the lane, and he's stripped, but a foul is called. Christian Lane got his hands in there as Jared Stukes went to the bucket. It will still just be one and one. That the eighth foul against the Friars of Bonner. And Jared Stukes will go to the line. LaSalle, someone inexplicably not putting guys in the lane to go rebound. He can miss this free throw, and they can come back the other way. And that one went down. It almost popped back out of the rim. I agree with you on that, Bob. This is a one-and-one, one, not two. Now Stukes will shoot again. Nobody in the lane. A second time. He knocks down both. And the Explorers have a height advantage. There's nothing to say that they couldn't get an offensive rebound on, those, on the missed free throw. That's exactly right. Now a timeout is called. This time by the Friars of Monsignor Bonner. We'll take a break here. 53 to 50, the Explorers lead. 70 seconds to play in this fourth quarter. You're listening to Explorers Basketball here on Bob Long Sports, and we are brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com.
Welcome back to Bonner Friendly High School. The final, just over a minute to play here as the Explorers lead by three on the road in an unexpectedly tough game here against this Friar team, sandwiched in between two very difficult games for this Explorer team, but Chris, you can never look ahead in the Philadelphia Catholic League. The Explorers are not guarding the inbound. Instead, they are, they're face guarding each of the, the Bonner players. And the Friars are able to get it in easily. McTanley and Higgins, a lot of pushing going on. At some point, the whistle's going to have to blow there. Washington off for Christian Lane. Lane's been able to hit the three from time to time today. Coming off a screen is Washington. The three is no good. Higgins tips it up, and it's knocked out of bounds. It hit that end line, and so LaSalle will get the ball back again. Far from over, though, the next foul, as we're going to get a substitution in. It'll be Conrad Kiska in for Phil Held, and Held, he wanted to stay on the floor. He tried to throw it in before his teammate could sub in for him. But still a one-and-one. One. Phil's a competitor. Actually, he had the inbound. Bonner in no hurry here to foul, and they throw it away. Stukes threw it away. They just doubled him and waited for him to foul. Wide open three, top of the key. Lane has tied it. Christian Lane for three. Now down the floor quickly as Stukes tried to get an easy bucket. And nearly stolen. Now it is stolen. Washington to the bucket. No good. Might have been hit by Stukes. Up the floor. All alone is Stark. Stark is fouled on his way up. It looks like a lot of ball from here, Chris. It looks like a lot of ball. Bob, as good as a broadcaster you as you are, I don't know anyone could possibly have seen what we saw there. It's impossible to almost to call. And I'm not sure that wasn't an intentional foul. Maybe. I don't know. He went up and got a lot of ball. Maybe body contact later, but he wasn't going to give that one up at the rim. It was a turnover two in a row by the Explorers. You couldn't have given Christian Lane a more open three. The one that he hit and then drew that ensuing turnover. Stark hits the first free throw. You'd have to think here, regardless, that Bonner's going to hold for the last shot, whether it be a one-point lead or a two-point lead. And I thought that's what LaSalle was going to do. But running into his own teammate was Jared Stukes, which led to the turnover. And Stukes made that very difficult on Washington as he went to the bucket, tried to finish. I thought there might have been contact as well. Well, so did Jack and Cannon, and he had some words with the referee. Now a two-point lead for the LaSalle Explorers. I disagree with you, Chris. You can't wait for the last shot. you got to take it early so that if you don't make it, and if you miss that shot, you have an opportunity to foul them and go back at it again. That's exactly what they're going to do. To the bucket, up, and no good. He's fouled on his way there, though. He was very lucky that that ball didn't go in because that was a very makeable shot. It was. You need to foul him harder there if you're going to foul him. But if you're down two at this point, for the Explorers, the next foul will result in two foul shots. But nonetheless, with a miss, Bonner needed to give themselves time to then foul LaSalle and try to get another shot at it. As it stands right now, Washington has an opportunity at the line after the fifth foul here for Dan Romaldi. So they'll take a minute at each bench. But he has an opportunity to tie this game with two free throws. 12.9 seconds to play. What a game here at Frederico Gymnasium on the campus of Bonner Prendy here in West Philadelphia. 
Regardless of what happens on these free throws, the inbound for the Explorer is critical. Obviously, if he misses it, Bonner's going to foul right away. It'll be Keith Washington, number three. He's shooting two to the line, an opportunity to tie this one with 12.9 seconds left in regulation. Boy, an overtime game isn't what the administrators, they drew up when they were trying to move this one up to avoid the snow. First free throw is good for Keith Washington. Washington with a deep breath at the line. End over end spin on the second, it's good. We're tied at 55. And a timeout by Jack Kincannon and the Friars of Bonner Prendy. A full timeout. We will keep you right here at Frederico Gymnasium. Chris, what are you doing here if you're the LaSalle Explorers and head coach Joe Dempsey? You might even say that you're fortunate that Jack Kincannon has given you an opportunity here to draw something up. He wanted to set up his own defense, but now the LaSalle Explorers have a full minute to come up with something themselves. Well, obviously the inbound's critical here. They're going to need to get the ball in. I think they need to get the ball in and then right across the court. I think you almost, I think the play has to has to start almost immediately from the inbound. I think the Explorers have to go to strike to strike first. I think trying to hold the ball is a mistake at this point. I think there's going to be more available right away than there is if they hold the ball. I tend to agree there. You still certainly want that last shot, but we saw earlier in the game, this was at the end of the first quarter, Isaiah Jones held the ball until under six seconds to play to get the offense running, and it ended up with an off-balance Romaldi three that never really had a chance. Now, if you're LaSalle, I think you get going pretty, pretty much as soon as you get across half court, and I agree with your sentiments there, Chris. You don't want to shoot it too early, but you don't want to wait too long to miss out on a good shot opportunity either. Now, they're obviously going to use Phil Held to inbound the ball. And then I'm, I see I'm looking for either Jared Stukes to take the ball right into the lane, draw the foul or get the shot, uh, or a McCamney jumper. LaSalle will move from left to right on your radio dial. Friars feign the pressure and now back up. Stukes across the timeline, nine to shoot. And a timeout for head coach Joe Dempsey. They wanted to get across that timeline and then set up the offense. This will just be a 30-second timeout, which will now be extended to a full. So we'll take a break. 8.8 .8 seconds to play. Hang with us. We promise you. It's a good finish here from Bonner Prendy. You're listening to Explorer Basketball on Bob Long Sports, and we're brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back to Bonner Prendy High School here in West Philadelphia. What a game here as the Friar faithful 
stand in unison on the far side of the floor. Tied at 55, 8.8 seconds to play. LaSalle with the ball. Bonner defense trying to force overtime. Into the backcourt now, it's Shane Stark. Stark with five to shoot. Not a lot going on for the Explorers. Held has it now. Not gonna get a shot off. And Washington came up with it. We are through regulation, all square at 55. I thought the mistake there was Jared Stooks inbounding the ball. I thought Jared Stooks, they should have inbounded the ball to him. Because then you had the ball into someone's hand who could have at least driven. I think that's overthinking it a little bit. What it looked like they wanted to do was throw it in very short to Shane Stark and then have Stooks come back and take the handoff. That opportunity wasn't granted. Just run Stooks into the backcourt, throw it back to him, and let him start the offense. I completely agree. But nonetheless, bonus basketball here in West Philadelphia. Get the snow tires ready, folks. We're going to be here for a while. This is the third overtime game that the Explorers have had this year in Catholic League play. That's exactly right, and they are one and one in those games. It was a win against the reigning state champion at the AA level, Conwell Egan, and then against another pair of reigning state champions, Roman Catholic, it was a four-point loss on Monday night. Again, a super amount of thanks to Chris Perangeli and Joe Winning for calling that game on my behalf, and Chris, they got a good one that evening. We got another good one tonight. We, we were commenting during the first half that it was a quick first half. We were going to almost be out of here. Maybe before the sun went down. Not the case right now. We're going to play at least four more minutes here. 55 apiece as the Bonner-Prendy band plays the eye of the Tiger in the background. And we'll see who has that eye of the Tiger this evening. Well, is going to need this one, Chris. They're 5-2 and two right now in the Philadelphia Catholic League, but they got quite the opponent coming in just three days. It'll be Archbishop Carroll on the road, but first things first, they got business to attend to here in West Philly. Four minutes to play. We're going to jump to start this overtime period. John Hargraves against Shane Stark. The Explorers will move from left to right on your radio dial for this four-minute overtime period. It's tipped back, but Washington chases it down. Jones blocks it into the hands of Washington, whose left foot was standing on the baseline, and back to the Explorers, the ball goes. They are very lucky, although that was what was a planned tip play to go back to McTamney. Bonner sniffed out, and they actually sent Washington in to cheat on it. He takes the ball and almost got a layup. Now it comes to McTamney on the block. McTamney gets through the lane, flips it up, no good. Stark with a rebound, one dribble, up and good, counted and one. Big bucket that time from Stark, and it all started with a man's rebound, Chris. McTamney penetrated, got off a good shot, didn't go in, but Stark right there, didn't put the ball back on the floor, put it right back up, and that's what he has to do. Three minutes, 39 seconds to play, just 21 seconds into this overtime period. Stark's free throw is good, and LaSalle leads by three. And they're going to have to play that aggressive defense that they played in the third quarter that was getting them the ball back. They cannot sit back and let Bonner hit threes. Keith Washington up the floor. Justin Gons now elbow extended. Comes off the screen. Stark on the switch. Washington guarded by Jones. Off for Christian Lane. Lane will restart the offense, dribble back up with the right hand toward the logo. 
He's guarded by Jared Stukes. Keith Washington now guarded by Jones. Flashing to the top of the key is Gons. Two dribbles into the lane. Up and good. Count it. The foul comes and he'll go to the line to shoot one more. How about the answer, Chris, from Justin Gons, who's had a nice afternoon? They came right back. He fouled Shane Stark. Shane Stark fouls him. Gons will shoot one. Off the front rim, no good. LaSalle leads by one, and Stukes walks across the timeline as afternoon turns into evening here in West Philly. A one-point lead for the Explorers, three minutes to play. And now Stukes gets it back along the baseline. No good. Stark struggles for the rebound. Gons is on the floor. Somehow slips it off to Washington. That was a great effort by Gons. And now an offensive foul. Yeah. Keith Washington extended the left arm, and Jared Stukes was the recipient of that contact. Instead, Washington the recipient of a foul call. Yeah, that was a nice call by the refs. That's usually not something you see called in overtime, but that was the right call. Two minutes, 43 seconds. LaSalle clings to a one-point lead as Stukes is across the timeline. Held now back to Stukes. Explorers in no hurry here as Held comes off the screen. Instead, they go back door to McTamney. Off the glass, no good. Good job by Hargraves to hold his ground. Behind the defense is Lane. Up, and he's fouled by Phil Held. Held tried to get out of the way, but I think a bit too late, Chris. Yeah, I... I... I'm not sure what Phil Hell was trying to do there. He didn't play defense. He didn't foul, but he got called for the foul. I think if he wasn't going to be able to make a defensive play, he almost does better to get out of his way. What he did is he turned his back and tried to run away. But, again, that's a block. If you get in a guy's way while you're not turned, that's a foul. And that's a good job by Christian Lane as the lefty hits the first free throw and ties the game at 58. Again, Phil held the best of intentions there. But nab for the foul. One of two for Lane as the second free throw rolls out. We are tied at 58 with two minutes and 15 seconds to play in the first overtime period. High right-handed dribble from Jared Stukes. The Explorers have gotten some nice looks, just have not cannot have converted. The weave comes. Stukes fakes the handoff. Couldn't get to the bucket. Instead goes back at it. Lobs up top Ryan McTamney now. And McTamney throws it away, but Jared Stukes gets it right back. Off to Stark. One dribble into the lane. No good. Held tips. That one's no good either. Would have been well served to just come down with it. Now, all alone for three. Washington. No good off the front rim. And McTamney is fouled from behind on the rebound. This time by Dylan Higgins. Again, the open three, though. There are wide open that time from Keith Washington and Chris that was my best guess that it was Washington shooting that one we're at a very rowdy gymnasium we had 10 people stand up directly in front of us we see the orange ball flowing toward the rim that's just my assumption that a baseline three came from Washington oh so close off the front rim and McTamney shooting two well, we able can to see the referee first. put his three fingers up so that's you knew exactly it was from right. beyond the arc Second free throw now, trying to get both. McTamney does. 60 to 58, a minute 43 to play here in this first overtime period. Friars moving from right to left on your radio dial, and it's Keith Washington across the timeline. They find Lane, and Lane is fouled by Jared Stukes. A nice job there. He felt a little bit of contact, 
and he sold it. He really, really went on an effort to sell that and got the call. Yeah, I'm not sure that uh, Jared Stukes was that was much of a foul, but as you told, as you said, and you described it best, he sold it. And Lane misses the first free throw. Has an opportunity to split the pair, which would take this deficit down to just one for the Friars team. Second free throw is good. A minute 28 to play. LaSalle leads by one. Double team comes on Stark. And a timeout is called from head coach Joe Dempsey. Yeah, as soon as Shane Stark got the ball, they collapsed on him. And Stark, there's nowhere to go. At that point, Joe Dempsey did the only thing he could, called the timeout. This a full timeout from the Explorers. We'll take a break. Come back for the final minute 25 here from Bonner Prendy High School. You are listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports, and we are brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Prendy here in the first overtime period. We're brought to you by Dunphy Ford here on Bob Long Sports and the Explorers with the basketball lead by one. Down the floor they come. Good extra pass came to Stark. He nearly lost it. Got it back. Up the off the glass. No good. Really thought he was fouled there, Chris, but no. No call. And now with a minute and eight seconds left, Bonner Prendy has the basketball. Christian Lane now along the baseline beyond the three-point line. Leaves off for Higgins. Higgins to the bucket, and it's good. Counted and one. Jared Stukes slid to the baseline. He was still moving in the process, and Higgins put it in. He will shoot one more at the line. The Friars already lead by one, and an opportunity to give themselves a two-point lead. Dylan Higgins with no Friars in the lane. Four explorers there. Explorers have just not converted down down low. Higgins converts, however, and now Bonner has a two-point lead in the first overtime period. Under a minute to play. Jared Stukes now up the floor for the Explorers. I think the Explorers are gonna have to they're gonna have to try to score here. Ryan McTamney has the ball. Gets into the lane, spins, gets through, but he traveled on the way there. Ryan McTamney slid the pivot foot. And, and the did. ball goes right Joe back to the not Bonner. happy, but that was a good call. Back to Bonner it goes. Do we have a shocker in the works here in West Philly? Washington has the ball in the backcourt. LaSalle going to need to go for a steal, or if not, get a, uh, a foul at some point. Washington nearly stolen. Hargraves nearly traveled with it. And now a timeout. Jack Cannon wants to talk about it. 
62 to 60. The Friars of Monsignor Bonner trying to pull a shocker at home against the Explorers of LaSalle. This a full timeout here. We'll stay right here with you, though. Chris, what has been the difference here in the second half? My, more so the second half of the second half, that fourth quarter and now into the overtime period. And Explorers have just not scored underneath. Ryan McCamney, Shane Stark, get the ball underneath. They have not been able to convert. Thirty-two point six seconds to play. A two-point lead for Monsignor Bonner and LaSalle. Not in possession of the basketball. They're going to need to get a steal or foul at some point quickly here. More than ten fouls each team. So a double bonus both ways. And I'm not sure who you want to foul. I don't think you want to foul. Um, if you're if you're LaSalle, which of these Friars do you foul? I would say John Hargraves would be my I agree choice. with you. John Hargraves, number 14, who had the ball when Jack Kincannon called that timeout, and I think there's a reason he did that. He's also the loosest with the basketball, the guy that could most easily turn the ball over, get the ball on his hands, and then, you know, whether you want to foul him right away or try to get a steal. Bonner having trouble getting it in, though. And a five-second violation. And now they're going to wave it off. They have a timeout called. The one referee heard it first. And head coach Joe Dempsey not happy at all. He needs to watch himself. He's halfway onto the floor. Could have got himself a technical foul. And the referee gets right back in Dempsey's face, telling him I had that timeout before the five was called. That's a tough decision there, Chris. You right. see it all the time in basketball. And he called him off. He called him off. That's right. That's one of those things where you just you just wonder which one clicked first because there's a five second where you see it's five, then the whistle blows, and then you put your hand up if you're the referee on the opposite side. But then there's the other referee that's in the ear of Jack Kincannon. When did he hear him call timeout? Versus when was the whistle blown on the other side of the floor? That's an impossible question to answer because we are not in the heads of those referees. But the override came on the near side. The timeout was granted. And now LaSalle will have to go and do it again on defense. Onto the floor come both teams. Monsignor Bonner has the basketball. They lead by two. 32.6 seconds to play. Guarding I'm, the inbound is Shane Stark. I'm thinking if you can't get the five-second call, you're almost better to let Hargraves get the ball. And now it comes to Gons. Gons in the corner. They're trying to get a steal. Up top it comes, and having to foul is Phil Held. He will foul Christian Lane, probably not the guy you want to foul, but the guy you needed to foul with six seconds. He was the guy with the ball. Coming off the clock there. Christian Lane dribbles three times, spins the ball in his hands. First free throw is short, no good. LaSalle has life. Still no Friars in the lane for this second free throw. Yeah, the Explorers have one timeout. Lane, the second free throw, no good. Again in and out. Just a two-point game, 23 seconds to shoot. LaSalle has to go at it quickly here to give themselves another chance. 
And Stukes is knocked out of bounds, last touched by Monsignor Bonner. He went right into a double team and got blocked. It was fortunate that it was last touched by Keith Washington. Yeah, that was great defense. I don't think he had a shot there. It was great defense, but an ill-advised, he just put his head down and dribbled. Full timeout here, 17.2 to play. And I have to think, Bob, nobody has any timeouts left. There's no, there's no way to indicate that on the scoreboard, but... That's exactly right. We've seen a lot of them here. We'll take a quick break. Come back for the final 17.2 seconds to play. We'll sound with the ball down two. You're listening to Explorer Basketball on Bob Long Sports, brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back to Bonner Prendy High School. LaSalle trails by two. Inbounding the ball now will be Phil Held. Final 17.2 to play. Held slaps the ball and the Explorers start moving. Inbounded to Stukes it goes. Off to McTamney. He has a three. It's good. Ryan McTamney for three. Clock still running. Ten to shoot. Christian Lane in the backcourt. Off to Washington. Washington to the bucket. He floats. He can't finish. It's tipped around. Gons at the buzzer. No good. Off the front rim. LaSalle wins. LaSalle escapes on the road at Monsignor Bonner. Ryan McTamney with two huge threes. Back-to-back games. Ryan. Jack McCannon not happy. Ran out onto the floor. Not sure what ha- what transpired there, but not happy at all. Ryan McTamney hits a huge three against Roman Catholic to send it into overtime. Hits the three here in overtime to win the game. Six and two in the Philadelphia Catholic League does not come easy. But boy, no. does it come sweet for this LaSalle Explorer team. They come on the road. They struggled for a vast majority of this game. And there's a lot to talk about if you're yeah. this LaSalle Explorer coaching staff. But a win is a win is, a, is win. a win. And bring on Archbishop Carroll on Monday night. Talk about escaping. I, 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 I can't even begin to describe this was an escape. An escape from Drexel Hill. Unbelievable game. And our Elmark signs and graphics player of the game, I don't think we had an idea who it was going to be going into that last possession. Now it's clear. Ryan McTamney with the game-winning three, 11 seconds to play in regulation, an absolute stunner here in West Philly. And Bonner has to lick their wounds a little bit after an incredible effort from this team. No, I don't think there can be any moral victory here for Bonner. I mean, they clearly had this game won. Uh, I mean, they, they, they had the Explorers down and out, and uh, they just climbed back in. They gave them an inch, and uh, Ryan McTamney used that inch to hit a three. What a game here from Bonner Prendy. 63-62 LaSalle. They needed this one, and they got it. In excruciating fashion, if you're a Bonner Prendy fan, 
but in unbelievable fashion if you're a LaSalle Explorer fan. Until Monday night, for my color commentator, Chris Carabello, I'm Bob Long. We'll see you from Archbishop Carroll on Monday night at 7 p.m. This is a tough one to top, but it'll be a matchup near the top of the Philadelphia Catholic League standings, a game made all the more important by the victory here today for LaSalle. 63-62. to 62. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everyone, this weekend.